0: Hi, this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. And this is Sci-Fi Talk Daily for February 14th, 2023. Happy Valentine's Day to all of you. I certainly love you all, and it's great that you're listening to my podcast. I'm very flattered. And here, what I do is I kind of look around the internet for news and see what's out there. So we get started with Variety, and they report on the new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. Quote, The gang's all back together in Marvel's new trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which aired during the Super Bowl this past Sunday. But the Guardians' reunion with Gamora, played by Zoe Saldana, is far from sentimental. This Super Bowl trailer marked the first time Chris Pratt's Star-Lord has reunited with his ex, Gamora, who was killed by her father Thanos during Avengers Infinity War. An alternate Gamora with no memory of Star-Lord returned in Avengers Endgame. Now Star-Lord must try to jog this new Gamora's memory as the Guardians embark on one final mission against Chuduwaki Iwuji's villain, the High Visionary, end quote. God, I hope I pronounced that right. There is more sci-fi talk, so stay tuned. And Variety also has news on the new Indiana Jones trailer. Quote, Disney unveiled a new look at the Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny trailer during the Super Bowl, giving franchise viewers a closer look at the flashbacks of a young Harrison Ford and Jones' relationship with his goddaughter, Helena, played by Fleabag star Phoebe Waller-Bridge. The latest addition to the Indiana Jones series takes place in 1969, during the U.S.-Soviet space race as Indy and Helena go head-to-head with villainous Nazis for one last adventure. Franchise newcomers Mads Mikkelsen, who I love, and Boyd Holbrook play villains Jürgen Voller and Klobber, respectively. Antonio Bandaris, Seanette Renee Wilson, and Toby Jones are also new additions to the cast. And it's good to see John Rhys-Davies reprising his role as Salah, from 1989's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, end quote. For me, the trailer that stole the show was The Flash and the Flashpoint storyline. Already, there's tons of speculation as to what was in the trailer, so we'll see.
1: Sci-fi talk returns in a moment. Through
0: the magic of AI, here are Axel and Kayla with a story on The Last of Us.
2: Also from Variety, The Last of Us actors break down terrifying episode for Henry and Sam. Quote, Brothers Henry and Sam have really been through the ringer by the time their storyline collides with Joel and Ellie's in Endure and Survive, the fifth episode of HBO's The Last of Us. As rebel faction leader Kathleen played by Melanie Linsky continues her manhunt for Henry, Lamar Johnson, it's finally revealed why he betrayed her brother and turned him into Fedra. It was the only way to access medicine to treat Sam, Kevian Woodard, who had leukemia. It just becomes this sort of shifting alliance throughout the episode where you're like, oh, God, nobody's the bad guy. Everybody's just in so much pain and trying to survive, Linsky tells Variety of the revelation. It's just done so beautifully. End quote.
1: In the same universe of The Last of Us, Deadline spoke to Lamar Jackson about their key episode 5. Lamar, I love the inclusivity of adding Keevan to the series. Had you known earlier in the process that you'd be working with a deaf child actor? And how did you both work together to bring this relationship to life? I found out when I booked the role that they'd be incorporating Keevan and ASL. And for me... I didn't know any sign before getting to set, so it was sort of a crash course, but I had a director of ASL along with interpreters that helped me wrap my head around sign language in our scenes. And I think that sign created a lot more depth to our relationship because communication is not only through words, but also through body language. And I think it truly bonded us because we had to communicate through feeling, and I think people felt that in our performance. It was easy to connect with Keevan because he's such a great kid. He's so talented, and we both really connected and committed ourselves to these roles. And we had a really great team of people behind us, and we supported each other. So, when I saw a lot of the changes to Henry and Sam's story, especially with Sam being deaf, I was really happy because I felt that it added a beautiful layer of intimacy between Henry and Sam and their connection. End quote.
0: Collider reports that the peripheral has been renewed for Season 2. Quote, Prime Video announced today that the mind-bending science fiction series starring Chloe Grace Moretz is getting a second season. News of the second season of the show, based on the novel by William Gibson, has been brewing since late last year. When Amazon Studios' head of television, Vernon Sanders, told Collider that scripts for a second season were already being written. A release timeline for The Peripherals season two is not yet known. Season 1 of The Peripheral made its bow exclusively on Prime Video in more than 240 countries and territories this past October 21st. The show is produced by Amazon Studios and Warner Brothers Television in association with Kilter Films. Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan of Kilter Films have expressed their joy of the show's second season announcement, saying, quote, we are thrilled to continue the journey into Season 2 and delve deeper into this incredible world that Gibson created, End quote. They also share their appreciation to both Amazon Studios and the peripheral fandom. And they said, on behalf of Scott Smith, Vincenzo Natale, and the entire team, we are grateful to our partners at Amazon, most of all the fans. I'm surprised about this, but glad this series can develop more with more extra time. Here's Warren reporting on a new sequel to A Quiet Place.
2: From Ace Showbiz, John Krasinski shared some set photos from the third installment in the A Quiet Place series, quote, offering the first look at the Oscar-winning actress in A Quiet Place. Day one, John Krasinski has taken to Instagram to share several photos from the set. Krasinski, who starred in the first film and directed both the first film and its sequel, visited the set on the first day of production and took several snaps. Marking the production kickoff, he posted the pictures on Monday, February 6th. In one of the images, the Jack Ryan star was seen holding a clapper while he stood in a neighborhood that looks like Chinatown. Two other photos showed him having a conversation with director Michael Sarnosky, Nyong'o and a co-star, who may either be Alex Wilf or Joseph Quinn. Nyong'o wore an oversized jacket with an orange beanie. Her male co-star, meanwhile, rocked a blue jacket and carried a large backpack while sporting thick facial hair, end quote.
0: Collider also reports that Matt Shackman says Star Trek IV is still in development. Quote, recently, Collider's editor-in-chief, Steve Weintraub, caught up with Shackman to discuss his new Prime video series, The Consultant, as well as his upcoming work in the Marvel Universe and the new Godzilla series. During their conversation, Weintraub made a point to ask about what would have been with Shackman's take on Star Trek. Shackman was quick to say he couldn't reveal much about the plot of the fourth film because I think they're still working on is a version of what I've been working on that when I was involved. End quote. Given the hiccups that occurred when the feature was first announced, it's exciting just to hear that Star Trek IV is still in the works at Paramount. In line with a precious sentiment shared by lead actor Chris Pine, who plays the iconic Captain Kirk, and the Kelvin-verse movies. Weintraub argued that the ideal way forward for the next Star Trek movie would be a hard sci-fi project that could be made on a smaller budget. And here is Penelope reporting on a new Spider-Man series.
1: Collider reports that there is another Spider-Man movie in the works. Quote, a new live-action Spider-Man series is coming to prime video, but it won't be the one we are all used to seeing. According to a new report from Variety, Amazon is developing a live-action series focusing on Spider-Man noir. The untitled series will be set in 1930s New York in the midst of the Great Depression and will follow an older, more experienced hero. Per the Variety report, sources close to the project have confirmed that the show will take place in its own universe and will not feature Peter Parker as Spider-Man. This is the second known prime video project based on Marvel characters whose rights are controlled by Sony. Silk, Spider Society, is also in the works at Amazon. End quote.
0: Thanks for listening. Sci-Fi Talk Daily returns on Wednesday.